0: and welcome to my podcast today my guest is juliana chan who is an architect and an artist she is the founder of ns chan studio and is also the vice president of artists society of singapore hi
1: juliana welcome to my show Hi Vida, thank you. Thanks for inviting me to your show. It has been uh, honored to have you to interview me and I've seen all your other podcasts. They are really uh, informative and interesting. Thank
0: you. So, Juliana, I am curious to know what do you do at NS Chan Studio?
1: Alright, um, okay, uh, when I started this studio, I'm thinking of actually offering multiple um design solutions that ranges from architecture, interior design, graphics illustration, and also um, paintings and artworks. So that um, I believe that projects are not um, just a one-sided uh, kind of uh, assignment, but it helps to give a more holistic design solution for um, people. And I think this is actually what I enjoy doing. So I hope that um, through this studio, I can uh, start this uh, passion as a business, but also um, more meaningful uh, work in uh in my career. <laughs>
0: Why did you want to start this studio?
1: Being an architect, which is my main career, I find that um, sometimes it is also important to combine several uh, artistic traits together so that's why um, I wanted to set up one studio that actually not restricted to just one type of service you know it's not just architecture alone not just interior design but sometimes um, also there are many other creative things we can do so I mean personally I'm a, I like to do all sorts of artworks, all sorts of creative works. So I wanted something unique. Interesting. I like your paintings. Thank you. Thank you. You are an artist
0: and an architect. How different or similar are the two fields?
1: Yes, indeed. Um, these two fields, uh, they, both, uh, they have both differences and similarities. Differences is that uh, artworks are actually quite two-dimensional in a sense that they started off with ideas and we do it in a, in a 2D kind of uh, product, like painting. You And you have this freedom of creating um, various imageries uh, and illustrations that are not restricted by any physical means. You know, And... But however, but architectural is different because the client that you deal with, the solutions that your architectural work brings are very real. Is to solve social problems, environment problems. Very much uh, attention is on the user. But for artists, it is more, um, I wouldn't say it is self-centered, but it's more of a very unique personal uh, ideas. So, On this aspect, they are actually on two different ends. However, the similarity is that actually both of them comes uh, or rather starts with having an idea, a concept, and then bringing that to realization. And this process are both uh, creative and they share similar design philosophy. From 2D artwork, actually, it helps to mm, clear some of the mindset uh simplify concepts while whereas in terms of architecture some of these concept can be realized in many layers and dimensions because it is a very 3d 3d space we are talking about uh, but and but um, the, the also the similarity is that um, both sides, both fields or we can actually bring forth our idea to people it, we can bring positive ideas across to motivate people and especially so during this covid period where we know that um, human spirit uh, human emotions are very fragile i think that's what humans are so through both architecture and art they can actually play a very important role to create good ideas and inspire people to look forward more in life.
0: Do you like architecturing? Is it fun?
1: I think architecture itself is a, is a very complex uh, career because it is not just doing design work, it's not just doing creative work. More, more of the time is being spent on dealing with human beings on how to manage the project. So a lot of people thought that architecture is just designing um, beautiful pictures, beautiful materials, but not so. That is actually a small part of the job. Most of the time is how to bring the ideas to be successfully created, dealing with the owners, the client, and the many other contractors and workers together to make this happen. And this process is more like a business. It's more like human and project management. So this is the part where it is very, very different from just doing artwork where you it is mostly contained within yourself and some assistant. But architecture is a commercial business itself where anything you do can impact the cost, the successful um, the how uh, how successful things can complete, how in the end people can use the space. So the, the implication, it's, it's very complicated and it's more serious.
0: I have seen your paintings and sketches in your website, like I just mentioned. They are so realistic. How did you learn to draw and paint like that?
1: Oh, thank you um yes, um, personally, I started off with realistic style, which is something that I like because, um, I think when I started to learn about art, I am very much uh influenced by the the older European artworks, which is on the classical style, which is very realistic, and I quite admire the level of technique they have. So at the start, I actually would start from aiming to be doing realistic artwork so that um, it also challenges um, my my knowledge and techniques. Of course, when I started learning to draw and paint, actually, it's on my own. I would say I'm self-taught by copying, by learning how others do. So... Last time, we actually do not have internet, so we rely a lot on art books done by the masters, step by step how they draw and sketch out things, and that's where um, I also try to learn from that. So that is my starting point.
0: What is Artist Society of Singapore? What is your role in that?
1: Okay. Artists Society of Singapore is a small, non-profitable art society that we have set up. There are actually many art societies and we are one of them in Singapore. It started off uh, with a teacher who is also an artist himself. uh, I get to know him when I was in university and he has a... He's actually from China, but he stays in Singapore for a very long time and he wanted to increase the awareness of art in Singapore. So we have a I mean a few of us actually join him to set up a very uh, a small art society and what we usually do in that is we actually treat art as a serious hobby, so we will paint together or draw together every weekend. However, when there are events, we will actually organise exhibitions or gatherings with the other societies. We collaborate together uh, every year. So since I'm also the vice president in this society, uh, I have to actually um, take a part, play a part to, um, together with my community, community team to look into all these logistics and to manage the events and exhibitions.
0: A seven-year-old child like me, will I be able to join the Artist Society of Singapore? Oh, definitely.
1: Actually, our society has no age limit. Um, we have as, uh, as young as um, people, uh, seven to eight years old, to as elderly <laughs> as fifty plus years old, because um it is we we are not taking this as a commercial, we are doing art purely for passion, but we take it more seriously in the sense that we will have to train everyone from the academic foundations like how to draw, how to hold your pencil, all these things properly done right from the first foundation until to the uh, end so there is a a proper program that uh, that we actually uh, treat each and every student uh, according to his or her potential so that in the in the most effective way to train the person to be a good artist so technique is definitely the first thing that we have to make it right before we talk about being creative, so yes, definitely for young kids like you, actually, it's the best time to start um, being engaged in learning, drawing, the 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 academic way from the beginning.
0: Do you have to paint in the artist society, or can you color and draw?
1: Okay, um, definitely we can paint and color and draw, but the thing is because um. Our society is taking um art as a very serious hobby. So at the start it is not creating just pretty pictures, but really training training um from the right way of holding pencil and shading. So it is not those um usual the usual type of art shop that or art classes that you see elsewhere. But it uh it's definitely different. It's It is not like very interesting at the start for some of the children because usually the first lesson is spending hours on how to draw pencil strokes the right way. Like I said, we are doing it academically, not for fun. So if you are taking art very seriously or to be a very good artist, uh, this is definitely uh, we have to take it seriously. Um. It is not just for fun, yeah.
0: Okay, I'll think about it. Maybe (laughs) I can. Sure. Many buildings have paintings displayed in them. Do you have your art in the buildings you design?
1: Okay, definitely you will see many commercial buildings with paintings. Uh. At the moment, I have not displayed any of my art in them because while I'm handling the um, because for big projects or big buildings like this, they have their own art consultant to buy large scale artworks from other places, and at the moment, I'm only doing a small scale oil painting. So at Unless unless they approach me to specially paint something um, that fits to their size, at the moment not yet. However, in my job as an architect, we will actually um, work with other artists to ensure that to, or to help the owner to select artworks rather than you know being to produce one from a. Uh, from my side. However, in smaller scale residential projects like interior design, uh, that is, uh, is likely that we can do that. Right now, I have found some of the uh, interior projects whose owner are looking at uh, my arts, uh, art services as well to actually commission me for doing artworks that can fit to their, to their house. Wow, you're famous. Oh, no. thank you thank you
0: You're welcome. what is digital art
1: how do you do it can a kid like me learn digital art all right definitely you can for digital art it is mainly um using computer softwares to create images and right now in this era there are many softwares available out here um Definitely one of the popular ones you probably will heard of is Adobe Photoshop. But there are also other softwares like Corel Painter. Even the um, iPad, they have their own program like Sketch Pro or something like that to actually draw. So right now, this technology is so easily available that anyone, even young child like you, can actually start playing with all these softwares and to even learn techniques right you can simply go online like youtube or online classes to actually start learning on on the basic which is very lucky because in my time there is no such thing as youtube or like internet with so much resources and we started off by reading books you see we have to rely on books itself to teach bit by bit on the basics but right now with internet with videos you can actually see how people draw it and you can see the effect immediately it's so much more effective so anyone can actually learn so definitely a yes for you okay i win
0: of all the
1: artwork
0: that you do, which is your favorite type of art?
1: Well, this is actually a tough question because I actually like a lot of type, I mean, I really like all types of artwork, but if I were to really choose, I would say at the moment, I actually wanted to concentrate more on traditional um, painting methods. I used to start off from fine arts using pencil paint very traditional then after that I actually go into digital art and after a few years of doing that I am now back to doing oil painting pencil art again so I so now that this during this uh, generation where we are going so advanced into technology somehow the traditional medium becomes more um, interesting, becomes more authentic in a way that um am really playing with the material hands on. So I think right now I would say this is my current uh, interest to improve and advance in my traditional artwork. What is your favorite building in Singapore and why? Okay. This question is also a very tough one because sometimes it's very hard to justify why is it um, your favourite because there are so many buildings in Singapore, there is like many thousands of them. And most importantly, actually is how meaningful these buildings are. So rather than saying favourite, I would say that um, the building that is still iconic and important in Singapore. It is still the integrated resort in along the Marina Bay Sands area because the it actually contributed a lot uh, to the skyline, the iconic, iconic skyline of Singapore. Um, and this design is actually challenging challenges a lot of uh, architectural and engineering solutions they build so high and it's curved and you have a cantilever um, platform at the rooftop i think i think that is the beauty in it and it actually helps in building singapore's identity and our skyline um it's like a it's like a landmark so i think that justify in that aspect why it is an important um, building in Singapore.
0: Interesting. What are your hobbies?
1: Okay, yeah, well, you know that my hobbies are all related to art. So, other than doing art and artworks, painting, I would say I love listening to music um, because music is another form of art, Actually, I used to play some of the musical instruments and their philosophy, their rhythm actually kind of relate to me in doing art and especially those very meditative ones. So yeah, my hobbies is really revolved or rather my life really revolved around art actually.
0: What made you choose to be an architect and an artist? As a
1: child, what did you want to be? I chose art at the start. Um, As a child, I knew that I enjoyed drawing. Actually, nobody asked me to, but I just started picking up pencil and pictures from books, and I started drawing and copying. And, And it started this way. So. Somehow, I'm quite fortunate to have this as a hobby and I continue it. And I thought that I maybe somehow be a kind of an art teacher or something that's related to art. But I had never known um, what exactly I want to be other than doing art. So, along the years in school, um, I actually kind of self-taught my. Uh, art skills, and from there I realized, hey, I like to draw buildings as well. I'm very interested in the architecture around me and how the building looks like, the details on the facade, until I realized, hey, actually I might be interested to be an architect. So that's what made me um, took took up the architectural course in university. So I think in a way I'm quite lucky and fortunate that um from art it slowly brings me to other platform like architecture and from there it brings me to interior design uh while while I'm still playing with like branding, with graphics design. So I would say that um it is not uh, consciously what I choose to be, but from but from my heart, from my own passion, it brings me to where I am today. Thank
0: you so much for coming on my show.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Vadas. I hope that um my answers are uh, actually helps you to uh or, or rather uh introduces and raise more awareness on art and architecture. And hopefully, maybe one day you will also, join me in this journey.
0: <laughs> I will. Your answers are very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Dear listeners, follow my Facebook page, Curious Vedan, to get updates on my upcoming episodes. To listener please on your phone and get notified about future episodes, subscribe by searching for Curious Vedan wherever you get your podcasts such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also listen to my show on CuriousVedant.com. Thank you for listening to Curious Vedant. And don't forget to rate and leave comments.